was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside podcast. The Braves and Warriors are in their beds, the sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are normally put on the breakfast tables, but not today. Normally the boys pour over those blue sheets, and so do the counselors to see what will happen today, but... That's not what happened today, because today was day two of Color War 33. It was the 3rd of August, and it was awesome. 7.15, Reveille today. 7.30, the teams reported to assembly areas. And 7.45, the teams marched up to the flagpole, all of them together. 7.50, there was a staff activity, the pantathlon, the wall. Silent breakfast started at 8, after some really good bedhead brought down the flags. And then 8.30, Brains Over Braun, Shakespeare this morning. Number one, Shakespeare, two staff, two campers had to answer questions about Shakespeare. Here's a trivia question. How many plays did Shakespeare write? Anybody know? Anyone? 37. Highly recommend. Measure for measure. 9.15, inspection. That means that all the boys had to be standing by their cubby and their bunk. And they are inspected boy by boy. And any infractions are deleted from the total point total it's a big deal it's not a bunk inspection it's a boy inspection dirt under the fingernails unkempt hair unshaven upper lip just kidding that's not inspected 9 30 groups one two and three had a track meet groups four five and six had a swim meet group seven had tennis group eight had baseball it was really a good game and then 11 o'clock, 1, 2, and 3 had a swim meet. And then 4, 5, and 6 had a track meet. They switch. And then 7 had baseball. And 8 had tennis. There is a Bob, how many? 1, 2, and 3 had that. And then 12.30, silent lunch. And then 1.15, listen and write. Ladies and gentlemen, listen and write is a, is a throwback. There's a lot of old Cobbacy men here. Not actually old, but they were Cobbacy boys once. And now they're returning as red team. Uh, and they have encouraged Griff to bring out some of the oldies, the great ones. This is literally folk music. You play a folk song, and then uh, one male staff and one female staff and two group eights <laughs> have to interpret it. And then it just gets judged. <laughs> Sports camp. Uh, and then 2.15, round two. Soccer for group one, tennis for group two, softball for group three. Modified volleyball for group four, football for group five, cross country for group six, climbing for group seven, that's also archery and squash. Group eight had three-point shooting contest, and then we were on to round three. It was relentless today. Gaga for group one, archery climbing and darts for group two, basketball for three. Group four had football, group five had volleyball, group six had tennis, seven and eight awesome ball. Then there is a three from the deep. 
It's a sap. And then there was a Bob World History. That's Brains Over Brawn World History Quiz for Honor Roll Students. That's the full title. World History Quiz for Honor Roll Students. Trivia question. How many times did Josh make the honor roll in high school? Zero times. Zero times. I never made the honor roll. Silent dinner at 5.30. And then country music. Listen to it and write country music. One male staff, one female staff, and two group eights. I really love this listen to music and interpret it thing. It's only worth a couple of points, but man, does it make my day. 6.45, round four, tennis for group one. Gaga for group two. Modified volleyball for three. Archery, climbing, and darts for group four. Basketball for five. Baseball for six. Then seven and eight had a track meet. And then, ladies and gentlemen... Two huge events, the Rope Burn and the Staff Soccer Game. More on that in a second when we talk about what we saw today. That is your Blue Sheet Report for today. Day 2 of Color War 33, 2019. It's a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Coppicey for boys, and each day I make it out of the office and in the breeze and sunlight of Coppicey itself, or in this case, the breeze and starlight, and spend time with your boys. This is what I saw today. First things first, it was, as you can tell from the list that I just listed, it is it was an unrelenting day of action, competition, and that means also sportsmanship, grace, and just our boys being their best selves. It was really, really fun to be out and in the action today. I'm sure you probably know this. Maybe you don't. I'm going to tell you anyways. I'm from eastern Washington, and I found camping as a profession because I I grew up at a Boy Scout camp called Camp Grizzly, Harvard, Idaho, Boy Scouts of America, Camp Grizzly BSA. And man, was rope burn a big deal there. Ropes in general are a big deal. Camp craft, being able to handle a hatchet and a knife and... You know, start a fire with a a fire bow and no matches, create catapults out of trebuchets, canoe, hike, fish, all that. That's where I came up. Same with the the former head counselor of Cobbacy, who was here for five years, my old friend and brother, Mike Heward. That's how we know each other. So rope burn's a big deal and my favorite event, one of my favorite events, because it takes all these athletes, all these city boys, and that rules are as follows. Your fire can only be six feet tall. Your fire can only be six feet wide. You can't touch the poles. You can't touch the rope. Whoever burns the rope first wins. When we got here, Cobbacy was using one-inch manila for this rope. Ten feet up. Now it's two-inch manila. That's a big rope. That's a rope that's super thick. And today, with Venus literally hovering in the sky, the gray and the blue, started the rope burn they have to make their own torches there's a friendship fire in the middle they got to make their torch and go over stick their homemade torch in the fire can only use natural materials which means they're literally wrapping white birch bark around a stick and then putting a bunch of, of pine needles in there so they can start it properly on the blue side of things you've got Braden garden former camper super excited about the rope burn 
Not totally sure how much he knows about fires in general, but he has buckets of enthusiasm, and his crew is ready to go. And on the right-hand side, you've got Johnny, assistant director of adventure, and all the great team, and they're ready to go too. And it starts, and you can see the two philosophies taking shape. The blue team is just going to build a big old framework and then stuff a whole bunch of junk in there and just have a big flash burn. This is going to be less organized but more powerful. That's the idea. On the right-hand side, you've got Johnny from Adventure, and you've also got Johnny the South African, um, different people, and they're doing something really interesting. They built a shelf maybe a foot and a half off the ground and built the rest of the fire on that. So there's an original structure, and then there's a shelf, and the idea is that more oxygen is going to suck in from the bottom if there's a shelf. I thought it was a great idea. So Blue's fire starts off fastest. It gets really, really hot. It licks the flame. The flame licks the rope almost immediately. It's really rolling. It's exploding fire. It's so big and awesome. And it's gonna. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're gonna win. They're gonna win." And slowly, surely, Gray's fire, Gray Scorpion's fire, is just chugging along over there. It's getting started slower, but they're really deliberate. And suddenly, this really condensed single flame just shoots out the top of the Gray fire, right on the rope. Looks for a second like Blue's going to run away with it, and then their whole fire caves in. Not just caves in, it guts out. Like they had too much stuff in the middle, and it pauses. It's not even reaching the, the rope now. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then over there on Gray's side, steady flame, steady torch just going right at that rope. I have it in my head that Gray's probably going to win. More organized fire. Everything's happening that way. Then disaster slash luck strikes. The Blue Fire collapses against the pole which is a huge deduction it's a plus one minute violation and the boys can't you can't touch the rope at all or the or the pole or you get an, a minute that violation they already had a minute violation so they have two minutes which means gray has a two minute buffer on blue but gray does not have the scope of fire that blue does because it collapsed there's all this space all the surface area just radiant heat shooting up lots of flames hitting that rope really intense and then suddenly it dies down. Braden asks his guys, they literally put every single twig they had collected on this fire. And it goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. Meanwhile, over there, Johnny's great fire going strong, single torch flame. Everything's going good. And it starts to die out. Die out, die back, build back, flame up, flame down, left and right, left and right, left and right for 15, almost 16 minutes. And then all at once, the blue fire burns the rope and it crashes to the ground. Everybody cheers, but it's not over. There's a two minute buffer that Gray can just eat into. Then it's a minute 30, minute 10, just one minute. And they're at this crucial moment, Kabasi families, this totally random breeze kicks up and just pushes the flame of the resurgent Gray fire off the rope. And it just burns diagonally for a killer 45 seconds. The breeze dies, the flame goes back up, the two-minute buffer expires, blue officially wins the rope burn, gray watches, and maybe 45 seconds later, the gray fire burns. It was so close, just like everything has been all day long. Ladies and gentlemen, I have in my hot little hands a score that I have added up based on a few of the, the pieces that were left in Griff's store. I literally snuck into Griff's office so I could do this podcast, looked at the score, there's a bunch of entries listed there. I added up the entries, and I have the most recent score for you. This is unofficial, 
Do not take this to the bank, and by no means should you bet on this. You probably shouldn't bet on your children at the sports camp anyways. But the Gray Scorpions have amassed a total of 423 points after one and a half days of competition. Quite an accomplishment. And the Blue Orcas, that's right, the Orcas, the Killer Whales, have 459. It is a difference of only 36 points, which is a mosquito's wing, a, a pine needle's width, a single French fry of difference when there's 1,500 points to be won, lost, fought over, and cheered for Camp Cobbesey's Color War. The battle is on, Cobbesey families, and that ends another informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbesey for boys. Your boys are definitely going to sleep tonight, all of them exhausted and excited for day three, good counselors watching over them, nodding off surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Oh.